0: Welcome, friends, to the very first episode of the Musician Next Door. In this case, the Musicians Next Door. We ha- are so thrilled to have as our first guests Mike and Witt from the Paper Shakers. I'm Stephen Stamp with Carrie J. McMaster, and uh, we're, we're really <laughs> excited to have you here for the Musicians Next Door. Our thanks, to, well, first of all, to Next Door, which is on Hunter Street, 201 Hunter Street West. We're on. We have a salon on Hunter Street East, so we're very particular about the east yeah. and west of course <laughs> that's we, have, right. we have people who get lost <laughs> trying to find us um and i just want to make sure i'm big on, on mm. names getting people's names the yes. way they like them so you call yourselves mike and wit so that's what we're gonna do. Go with but i think are you michael or mike
1: i'm actually you... thomas michael
0: okay Ooh. yes
1: so but i go by Fancy. michael Okay. and spell spelled e-a-l rather than a-e-l okay. so that's another big mix up but mike is perfectly fine okay okay, to okay. keep it simple and
0: whitney just Whitney. Whitney? Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, you guys are here, and we're sitting down to talk about your band and yourselves, and first of all, I just want to uh, thank you for being here, yeah. and thank you. we wanted to ask you about the name of the band, yeah. because we know there's a bit of a backstory. Yes, there is. Yeah.
1: We actually thought about something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, when we first started, it was just the two of us, so we like anyone just starts googling names starts putting words together hoping to come up with something cool and then for us we we were trying to go for more of a 50s kind of style of music when we first started because that's kind of what i was into and i love that kind of genre and era and then like plus jazz so then we're looking at like 50s words Mm -hmm. and we found a word called paper shakers which actually means it's a slang word from the 50s called cheerleaders So yeah, so I thought it was cool because I was like, it's got a fun name to it. And again, like when it comes to names, you just got to choose one, stick with it, and then people will gravitate towards it, right? Because, yeah, so Um, then when we...
1: It kind of hit, like, it hit home with us, the whole cheerleader thing. Yeah. Because like, you can't really call, you know, an alternative band cheerleaders without being mocked a little bit, so... So for it to be paper shakers, it kind of hit home for us because what we really want to do is just cheer people on. Yeah. And we want to have a good time, and we want to have an honest good time and not be all about, you know, sing about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's like we just want to be like, hey, guys, let's hang out. Let's have a good time, yeah. and let's do it in a good way. You know I love I mean? it yeah, yeah it's great. It's and great. it's just a fun name cheer each other
2: yeah i mean but it does get mixed up sometimes with a few other things but yeah yeah
0: <laughs> the big question always with any band when you're you're having them on the show and you're talking about a band the big thing is what's the genre what's the style you've been referred to as an energetic alt rock band mm-hmm. um, is that fair because the one thing watching some of uh, you know we've watched some of the interviews you've done with folks and we've seen you play and i remember the one point you were making whitney was we we like to play songs, and, and you said, Mike, also like, get out, try a song out and see how people respond, and you really take a lot of feedback, and so many bands are like, we just play for us, which is fun, which is great if you just play for you, and I'm sure you're playing what you want, but you're also really listening to what people have to say and trying to incorporate that into where your direction is.
1: Yeah, yeah. we don't want to just be five people playing music, because that's a very small family. We want the biggest family we can make and that if that's 100 people in a room all just singing la 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 together like that's a great thing yeah. yeah so i think it's very important for for us if we want to do this full time and make a living at it that that we create a small community of people that all just want to sing the ooh la la's with us oh. so I, yeah. I think it's important
3: yeah i love that Get that feedback i love that you took the time to listen to your audience and i thought right. that was uh, really cool yeah yeah um, and I was kind of curious as a musician myself and about the creative process of writing and how you guys go about your writing.
4: Well... Like, that is one yeah. aspect, but... Yeah. Totally. Simple question. <laughs>
2: right. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think we've talked about this before, kind of goes through, like, a filter of stuff, um, starting with Mike writing the song. So Mike does, like, all the writing, FYI. And oh, wow. Yeah, so he does all the writing for the songs, and he'll basically... Come up with a song or a line or a chorus or something, put it on his phone, and then he'll come home with it. And he's either at work writing this, right? Or like, we're out somewhere. Or like, we'll be like about to go to bed. He's like, hold on a second. Like, and he'll be like writing. And I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you texting? And it's like, no, I'm just writing like lyrics to a song. It's like, okay, cool. So he'll do that. And then he'll kind of come home with the song, play it. And then sometimes like, he'll ask me to kind of put my input, give him like, you know, a melody or like, add in some stuff and then from there he would just make a demo at home
1: yeah Yeah. and you know what most times like the first hundred times I'll play over these things or think over or re-light, rewrite the lyrics I honestly just think it's just like garbage and it's just like why am I even trying to mold this thing into something
3: Yeah.
1: and it's just the sheer love of it it's the love of words it's the love of how much power is in one word and uh yeah, I think it takes a long time, but eventually that gets molded into something that's a firm foundation to build upon. And now you can create verses, and now you can create a bridge. And and then, yeah, my first round of audience is My Beautiful Wife. She yeah. gets to hear it and create a melody. And, and that's Whitney, in case
0: we didn't mention yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, so then we, we take those songs and make a demo out of it. And sometimes it's great, sometimes... You know, there's work that needs to be done. And then we present it to the guys um, when we're doing Paper Shaker stuff, the rest of the band, yeah. And we kind of get their input because at the same time, it's like we're all individual artists, right? So we all, we want to make sure that everyone can bring something to the table. And if they can't, then it's like, it's okay. Mike can like create something, right? But if they've got something to bring to the table, we always like want to welcome that because, you know, we want to make sure everyone has a different creative perspective in creating our songs. And then on top of that, we bring that to small audiences, or like, you know, we go to the Garnet or something, we try something that we've never played before, and we kind of see where the audience, like you said, like the feedback. And it's not always like, hey, what did you think of that song? Because chances are they won't really remember it, but it's more so, in that moment playing that song we look out and we see what's the reaction that people are having
1: are they tapping their feet yeah are they, are they crying
2: time? are they just like <laughs> are they holding in their, their ears yeah <laughs> so stuff yeah. like that is is feedback for us and it's just yeah not necessarily like a full-on conversation about right. like you know yeah. detailed feedback of our body set. language totally
0: yeah, yeah. it's, it's what's the dynamic it's interesting. you know you bring up this one of the things that we were wondering about is we knew you use well, we met you first, actually, when you came to one of Carrie's shows. Nice. Now, I think it's really funny. It's kind of the, one of the reasons for the genesis of this podcast is that, and we should mention, of course, that all our podcast guests will be playing live at Next Door. You guys are Friday, May 31st. Yes, i yeah. are so very excited about that. Nine o'clock. And uh, at nine o'clock, well, yeah. the, that's the, when the band starts. So come a little early, get your seat. Right. right? <laughs> get some great
3: cocktails. Yeah. yeah. Drink, tip yeah. Your but, bartender. Uh, <laughs> He's a handsome
0: fella. He is. So you guys came to... Uh, one uh, of Carrie's shows at the spill yeah. on the R.I.P. spill yeah. Yeah. and uh, and your sister Brittany yes. was is a friend of ours mm-hmm. and said oh this is my brother and his wife and hey they, they play music too and it was so casual we're like yeah. okay cool like, so they play music she was playing and that night too right? I think Britt was, Brit was yeah. playing that night and then it turns out you guys are this awesome band and are part of this awesome band and we're like that's such a Peterborough thing that you just meet somebody's sibling or friend and they're like oh yeah they play too and it turns out they're, they're really fun and that's kind of what made us want to do this and we wonder so we met you guys together and then we saw you play as paper shakers but you also do mike and Wit. so how's that dynamic work mm-hmm. how do you manage the that yeah And are
3: they the same, or they That's a great question.
1: You know, for for a while there, it was the same because Paper Shakers actually started as Wit and Mike. Yeah. We just called it Paper Shakers. Right. And we've always loved just playing together and writing Mm -hmm. songs together. And and once we got this band on board, it became a much bigger, fuller sound with way more opinions in it and a lot more, a lot more work. So. It was kind of just one of those like, you know what, we still get asked to do the odd acoustic show, and I think it's appropriate that we would just keep it separate that it's Mike and Wit, And it's Mike and Wit just playing songs that we feel like playing, whether that's Paper Shaker stuff or whether it's a
0: cover night, whatever. So it's, yeah, we try and keep it separate now because like cool. everyone you do some covers obviously yeah. and then you've got the paper shaker stuff and then you, you actually have mike and witt songs you've yes. written some yes. yeah. yeah so, so cool.
2: yeah when we first started again it's like we we did like the acoustic folk kind of stuff right because right. we i couldn't really play anything except like maybe bang on drums for fun but like Um, As we evolved, we wanted a bigger, fuller rock sound, and so that's how we incorporated the guys. And then now when we do Mike and Wade, it's almost like it's not the same, but sometimes it is the same because we kind of do stripped down versions of what paper shakers would do. So energy-wise, it's completely different. Song-wise, it's completely different. Um, and it's kind of like, yeah. welcome to our living room. This is how these songs first started. And then if you want to see the full production of it, go to our Paper Shaker show. So okay. that's kind of how it's become. But as we keep doing this stuff, it's it, it feels like people like Mike Kinwit at some points. Like they like the chill acoustic kind of yeah. Indie vibe, so it's like we're kind of trying to write some songs that just pertain to us instead right. of like yeah. doing acoustic versions of our bigger sounds. So and it's a yeah. whole
1: different bag of tricks, right? With the with the paper shaker stuff, like we could kind of sing terrible, but as long as the energy level is high, yeah, people don't really care, <laughs> which is very interesting because we take you know singing very seriously, but it's interesting because on the Mike and Wit stuff we have to perform we extremely well. sing well, well right? Yeah. Like no one's going to cover us. Because otherwise, exactly. yeah, there's no background noise to fill in the gap. It's literally just two voices and a guitar. So it's it's really cool. It's a different bag of tricks per each show for Paper Shakers versus Mike and Whit. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. We're going to take a quick break and a chance to listen to... The whole bag of tricks as you talked about okay. we are going to play one of your songs mona lisa that uh, is one that really speaks to us that we just we just left and yeah, wanted to get in here song. so we're going to take a uh, quick break and listen to mona lisa and we'll be back i am steven stamp with carrie jane mcmaster and paper shakers on the musicians next door
5: Refuses, wage wars on all the- Show what's a breakery
0: create? Welcome back to Musicians Next Door from Next Door, 201 Hunter Street West. I am Stephen with Carrie and the Paper Shakers are here. Uh, we've just listened to Mona Lisa, a great track. And Carrie, you wanted to ask another question.
3: Yeah, I'm just curious as to how that song came about for you guys.
1: Ooh, Ooh, Good question. (laughs)
2: I'm going to let you take that one because I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Perfect. I don't remember either, so I'll just make it up. No. um, Mona Lisa came about that I I was thinking about that painting, just Mm -hmm. like a world-class, famous painting. It's hundreds of years old, and I thought, why have we not, like, why has someone not painted a more iconic painting since then? It's taken hundreds of years, and still everyone goes Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah I know that. Um, you know, like there's there's a few paintings from that from that era from that century where it's just like those are iconic yeah. paintings. And then relating that to music, it's like man, nobody's topped Hey Jude in a while. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's several years old. <laughs> so. So it just made me think, like I want to write a song that is literally just saying, like, man, like we can do this. We can, we can create another Mona Lisa. We, we just need to get out of our funk. I think as a generation, and right. I think we need to stop thinking about what Instagram thinks and what Facebook thinks and what our mom and dad thinks, and just go, you know what? This is something that's burning in me, and it might be awkward, but I'm gonna say it anyways.
0: And that's how that song came about. Because, because cool. as much as you want to listen to people's language and body language or whatever, ultimately it's you guys yep. producing yes. these songs. Yes. exactly. Now, we're curious, I mean, you guys haven't produced a ton of, a, of volume of material mm-hmm. yeah. at this point. Um, but we're wondering what uh, the future may have. You were noticing.
3: Well, I, I see you guys, you play. You're always out there. You're playing. You're so active. You're just everywhere. And you're just, you're wonderful. Um, uh, wonderful videos and little pop ups and Instagram Thank and you. Facebook. I just I'm so captivated all the time. <laughs> <Awesome>. And I <laughs> went to look at your stuff. I was researching your work and looking back at your older songs. And I was actually surprised that, that there was only a handful right. to, yes. to see. And I'm like, oh, there's something burning there. You guys are on You <laughs> right. guys are planning something. <laughs> we so, feel like <laughs> there might be a bigger project, a project. In, yes. the,
0: in the near future. Totally, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean,
2: I as any band that's trying to make something, the album is the goal, right? Right. So for us, we've been trying to make this album. But there's just so many little factors that come in, whether that's finances, whether that's time, Mm -hmm. whether that's finding the right eight or ten songs that we want to put on the album, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's so many little things, I mean, we're going into our third summer as a band, so we haven't been together together for that long, like we're just starting to, within the past year, actually figure out who we are on stage and who we want to be, Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think the next step for us is to make this album, and And you're right, we are in the works of working on these two new singles, we're ready to kind of release them in the world, we're just waiting on like, you know, how do we want to release them? And how do we want to do this? And you know, what kind of message do we want to send to people? Um, And then on top of that, like, Mike's always writing. And so it's funny that like, there is so much that's happening, but there's also so much behind the scenes that people aren't seeing, right, the process of it all. So people will go on Spotify and be like,
4: right? yes. <laughs> and people will Absolutely. go on
2: Spotify and be like, yes. oh, you don't have that song on. I'm like, not yet. Like, you know, it's a fun song to sing live, but like, we don't know if we want to like, just throw another song out there. Like, right. yeah. um, and I think maybe it's us just kind of overthinking what we want to put there, um, being such a young band or yeah. yeah. But mostly for us, it was just kind of like, we we applied for a grant and we didn't get it unfortunately, but we're just going to keep trying and try to make an album with it because albums cost so much money it's insane
1: but even just like you're saying about the iceberg it's like we may be working on two singles and releasing them but behind those two singles are and this is like a fact there are literally 20 other singles that are sitting behind those waiting for us to just tweak them a little bit more to see if we can get them in studio to a producer and behind those are 500 songs that are sitting in my phone that are all trash but like they're all being tweaked to get up into that demo stage to get up to that single stage to get up into the album stage so and like we were saying earlier that all goes through a crowd at a live venue that all goes through the band that all goes through Whitney it goes through friends and family it goes through other musicians that we really respect and look up to yeah and there's a lot of ears involved and then all you see is two little singles. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it's quite the process, but we're getting there. And yeah, we're just, we're kind of like, it took us almost like eight months to do these singles. right? And Mm -hmm. that's because, again, with the guys in school, not that they're done, it's a bit easier, but they were in school, they are on internships. One of them wasn't even in like Ontario for like, or like in Peterborough for the past like 3 months. So it's just yeah. trying to like figure out all that schedule stuff that like really pushes the timeline. And you don't realize you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's almost summer and like yeah. are we going to release like release these songs yet? Like, come on." Yeah, I can totally
3: relate to right? that. And I working on my album and I actually took 2 years at, like I started it and it took me 2 years after Right. And simply because of little things like I I finances or this happened or that happened, just and I'm life, just one yeah. person. Totally, yeah. you're trying to get together all those Five. people. Five people, but yes. exactly. You know what was so cool is is after that two-year gap, I had so much more material to look at. I had yes more experience to come to draw from. Yeah. So I mean, you you guys are gonna this as you're progressing, you're I mean, you're it's gonna be amazing. Right. Yeah. And it's worth And some the of the waves.
0: best songs totally. on Carrie's album that came out this year. Um, romance made mentions some of the best songs came after she would have been done the album right. if it had gone the way she originally planned right. so i did the grand the thing too it.
3: and i and it, you know it kind of hits you but and i'm going to try again but, totally but i didn't let it
2: stop me either. no exactly you can't, right? no like, for sure are,
3: you got to keep
0: going
2: yeah
0: well you've got a lot of music coming we're going to take a little break on musicians next door here with mike and wit of the paper shakers and here mike and wit play a song uh, what are you going to play for us? A song called Safety Pin.
4: Yeah.
2: Cool.
0: Can't is wait. That's a new or or one for us, right? That's,
2: We've yeah. actually played it for a bit, but again, like these singles aren't recorded, yeah. so like <laughs> rewrite, it is new. Re-write, sure. Re-write, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like we literally just rewrote it again yesterday. Yeah, so that's right. how fresh it is. It'll yeah. be
0: fresh. <laughs> Mike and Whit of the Paper Shakers <gasps> with Safety Clip. Pin Safety pin, pin. <laughs> sorry. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. That's a bad name. <laughs> it's because I got it wrong. Safety pin. <laughs> Safety pin. that was fantastic uh, safety pin yes yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I got it this time and uh, what a pleasure it was I mean we've seen you play at, at gigs and your energy is always really
3: um, amazing
0: yeah, and, and <laughs> contagious. Thank that's you. The contagious. One, that's oh, contagious. Oh, I too. like that one. But to get to sit here right across the table oh, from you it's guys. Here, it just, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it really hits you. Um, so, Carrie.
3: Oh, well, I wanted to ask how uh, I understand you were in Toronto and you guys played at the Canadian Music Week. Yes. yes. Um, how did that go? It was awesome. Amazing. Yeah, it's always obviously a
2: awesome opportunity to get to play um, Canadian Music Week because, of course, only... Select, I put that in quotations because I don't really know how the process works, but like certain musicians and bands get to play that week. And obviously, lots of like producers and reps, and everyone's just walking around checking out what's happening. So, you never know what eyes are on you. So, that's always the exciting part, too. Um, But just all in all, it was great to play a Friday night right after Nick Waterhouse at the Horseshoe Tavern, the The fadeaways. At the Horseshoe, yeah. So, It was just a fun time and yeah, I definitely recommend if, even if you're not playing to just check out that week because the energy is just so amazing, right? every bar is like open till four in the morning that night so it's, it's kind just of like a the super bowl
1: time. where like the rest of the year they all just kind of play but they try not to get hurt right and then at the super bowl they give their 110 percent. so yeah. it's definitely our well it's bowl
2: like a mark. showcase too right okay. so you're kind of doing the best of the best that you can do and yeah. yes because again you never know who could walk in and whatever so yeah
0: did you get discovered
2: <laughs> not yet I haven't gotten an email so you know, you know. let you know. Like, it might know. not
0: happen right then right like it right. might be a few weeks totally uh, like, we we're at that show we've been yes. looking at some things
2: totally nice yeah
0: what else have you got coming up we're uh, we're dropping this podcast the plan is middle of, of May yeah And uh, we know you're playing here at yeah. next door at 197 Hunter Street West yes um, for that show and what else have you got going on what's uh, what's on the line
2: um, well, we've got some Toronto shows, some Ottawa shows coming up. Barry. Um, Barry, yeah. all
1: over Ontario. We're doing
2: some stuff. But um, a big show with Paper Shakers would be June 7th at the Garnet. we got two sweet bands, one from Ottawa and one from BC that's also coming. Um, so it's a fun show. We did um, a gig swap with them. So basically we booked them a show, and they book us a show in Toronto or Ottawa. So we're doing a little June 6th, 7th, tour with them. So, yeah, if you're in Toronto or Ottawa, like we're coming to you. So, it'll be a fun time.
0: And BC, you should go to BC. BC,
2: yeah, that would be fun, right? Yeah, no big that'd deal. Be good
0: spot. Yeah. yeah. Carrie's from Victoria. That's nice. actually where yeah. we met. So That's awesome. She'd, we'd, she'd probably be like, yeah, let's go out to the paper shakers in BC. Right? right? Yeah.
3: Get <laughs> yeah, my jet. Totally, cold. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else
0: you want to uh, wrap up with? Um,
3: Just wanted to thank you so much for coming. Oh, of thank course. you for part of this. And, uh, yeah,
4: fun. Anything else yeah. you want to say?
0: Uh, No, just uh, this is the inaugural podcast of Musician Next Door here at Next Door. And uh, we're excited to have the paper shakers on. Mike and Witt, thank you so much for being with us. Thank Thank you you so much.
1: That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Super
0: cool. Just a reminder, everyone, as we wrap up, that if you're hearing this podcast before Friday, May 31st, You can hear Paper Shakers. Come and catch them at Next Door, 197 Hunter Street West in Peterborough. They will begin begin playing at 9 p.m.